Thank you for downloading, dearest poddlers. It is lovely having you on board. I want to issue an apology for the beginning of the podcast you're about to hear. It was a strange, out-of-body 45 minutes for me at the beginning of the show. And now that we've stripped, obviously, as we do for the podcast, all of the songs and all the ads out, I'm concerned that I'm just going to sound like a almost carry-on-esque filth monger yeah. for the first what's going to probably come to a total of six minutes. Yeah, it gets a bit raunchy and end of the pier, I think, in that first hour. I'm or, not sure or just why. a bit in between us. It's just childish. Yes, it's childish. Frankly, it's yeah, childish. Yeah, 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 exactly. Have so. I got any reason? Have I got any excuse? I was up um, at three a.m. with Evangeline. That could. Shall I blame it. my eleven-month-old child? Explain it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's no. related or not. No, this dev- but, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. This happens. It gets a bit. The show gets a bit blue about once every couple of months, doesn't it? it yeah. Seems to go through phases of it. Like one day in every mm. three months, it happens. Well, I'm not proud, and hand on heart, I do actually blame Matt. Um, <laughs> I can't think of a reason as to why. Yeah, but I, I mean, do I blame am you. partially to blame. Yeah, admittedly. Um, Anyway, thank you once again for downloading. Uh, enjoy, or just skip forward seven minutes, and then it's all good from there on in. Yeah. All good. Brace yourselves, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Welcome to the show. My name's Dave, that's my friend Matt. Hi there. That's my friend Emma. Hello. These are work colleagues, Mark and Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was your first thought this morning, Matt Dyson? Let me start Um, with you. I was actually thinking about uh, Frozen uh, dolls again. <laughs> yeah, after, right. after you mentioned yesterday. Oh, sorry, you mean dolls depicting the characters from the movie Frozen. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Didn't know what yeah, you meant. Yeah, okay. what, yeah, what else would be quite Fro- scary? Frozen though, dolls, yeah. Yeah, Frozen dolls no. would be scary. So why? What's wrong? Well, you know, your niece is now too old for Frozen. Alice uh, is claiming she's claiming too old for to Frozen dolls. Too cool for school. There, by, I think she'd been nobbled by the school colleagues, is what I said. Well, yeah. when I gave uh, my kids a Frozen doll, because we got sent some not long ago, and uh, I gave them to uh, Because the, the Frozen doll is from the film, which isn't out yet, it's not out till, what, the 22nd? Second, is it? 22nd. Um, and the, they sing a song from the new film that no one's aware of. And so the girls are getting this glimpse of a song from the new film, which they haven't seen yet. And Maggie called it a spoiler doll. Oh, wow. Because, because <laughs> Maggie's giving, aware of spoilers. It's giving away some of the plot through the song. Uh, so if you're going to get these frozen dolls... What does it say? We to... all die in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Olaf is the bad guy. All along he hasn't had a limp. He walks off in the end. <laughs> Yes, that's it. That's what wow. Sorry about that. I hope there's no kids listening. <laughs> don't listen to Uncle Dave. He's lost the plot. Don't listen to Uncle Dave. <laughs> no, but, no yeah, good advice. That's, uh, so, yeah, my advice is, if you are going to buy any of the merchandise, wait till after you've seen the film. So they're so hot on these things now that they don't want the plot to be spoiled. The bad guy with the black helmet is his dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's his, he was a ghost all along. Oh, no. That's why she could see him. He could see him. Um, sorry, I'm... I'm uh, so- <laughs> Okay, so Alice didn't take the doll, so I don't know. Well, Does it have a string right in then. the back that you pull? And yeah, it... no, it's not. It's move, but you just press a little button. Oh, it don't have strings anymore. It's out strings. Anymore. That's very eighties. <laughs> um, showing, age age. age. <laughs> showing your age again there, like <laughs> the older, uh, the old action men they used to have. Pull the string with the eagle eyes. Like, Give me some cover. Those eagle eyes. Um, okay, so that's Matt's first thought. Is about frozen dolls. What's yours? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'm intrigued by the first thing that popped into your mind. Share with the group at 8.12.15. Craig in Stain says, Your body warms your jacket. 
so that your jacket can warm your body. Oh, is that right? So is that like you won't feel the benefit of it when you go outside sort of vibe, is it? Yeah, because I suppose if you've got it on... If you've got it on... Your temperature regulates. Yeah. Although I suppose if you put it but on when you go out... it back in. Is that you. just like one of those don't watch too much TV, your eyes will go square, or that yeah. other one about blindness that we won't go into right now? <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they true? <laughs> They're all old wives' tales, aren't they? I'm fairly sure. They're all things my dad said to me over the years. Because gradually your eyesight just gets worse over time anyway as you get older. So <laughs> it's, well, it's nothing to we do need with to, that. Has there been, as a side... <laughs> Scientist ever embarked on this? And also, I think the carrots, carrots making you be able to see in the dark has been proven to be untrue as well. Right. No, actually, I think it's been proven to be true. I thought it was a lie made up during the war or something. For some, for some, oh, right. That's just what people, parents say to their children, to isn't it? make more people eat carrots or something like well, that. Sure because there was no other food types around. Yeah, yeah. Like crusts make your hair go curly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Who do? Crusts. Crusts on your crusts. bread. Crusts. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I go to a dog show, I'm going to get curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, pa- carrots have got a certain, certain type of vitamin in them yeah. that... I mean, you'd obviously have to eat 50,000 tonnes of carrots every day for the rest of your life to have any benefit to your eyesight, but I believe there is something contained within the humble carrot. Right, that helps okay. the eyes. And it counterbalances the other one, does it? If you, <laughs> if you eat loads of carrots and do the other one, you're so, all right. It's all carrot and no stick, Matt. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. November deals at Wix. An 8x4 sheet of 3mm general purpose hardboard is just £9 with Wix Trade Pro. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. The only breakfast show in the world with eight different playlists because yesterday we launched Absolute Radio 10. Check it out. You can listen to all your favourite music from the last decade online with your smart speaker or by downloading the free Absolute Radio app. Now, we touched on two topics in the last talkie bit, Matt, and we're going to delve deeper into them. Everyone listening will be relieved to know it's carrots. We're going to focus on carrots. (laughs) (laughs) Producer Mark did put some facts about the other subject. Yeah, but but we decided to to park that. Why are we making that decision over the executive Why were they so readily available to him? That's what I'm (laughs) Straight away, where to go? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah. so carrots. He had to go do it with his left hand, though. (laughs) Right, so... (laughs) I'm not proud. <laughs> Carrots contain vitamin A or retinol, and this is required for your body to synthesize the rhodopacin, which right. is in the pigment in your eye that operates in low light conditions. If you have a vitamin A deficiency, you will develop nyctalopia or night blindness. Eating carrots would correct this and improve your night vision, but only to the point of an ordinary healthy person, it won't let you see in complete darkness. So carrots ain't going to give you human night vision goggles, basically. No, they're not. But what I said about what they contain... Correct. Yes, so you were right. It turns out we were both right as well, Dave. Educate me. This other story from Science Focus uh, says that the idea that it might help you see in the dark eating lots of carrots is due to a myth uh, begun by the Air Ministry in World War II Mm. to prevent the Germans finding out that Britain was using radar to intercept bombers on night raids. They issued press releases stating that British pilots were eating lots of carrots to give them exceptional night vision this fooled the British public as well as German high command and an old wives' tale was born. So it was wartime propaganda about the carrots. So you won, I won, but I think the real winners here will all agree are the listeners. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 6.36 on your Tuesday morning. Time as promised 
for Matt Dyson to get up in your grill with all your social ammo. Matt, what do people need to know early doors? Well, first up, there's a, a sort of familiar trope from content providers on the interweb that everything modern, uh, every sort of modern trend eventually becomes the subject of a degree course at universities, <laughs> which is then widely mocked yeah. by the rest of society. Yes. So, you know, things like, oh, you can get a degree in Gogglebox now or something, or fidget spinners. My or, dad, or, I remember oh. having a conversation with my dad. There was a thing that it was, he heard that you could, do, you could do a degree in the Beatles. <laughs> and my dad yeah, was like, go. I'll challenge anyone. And I, I said, Dad, it's not going to be like, what's track number two on Revolver? Like Eleanor Rigby. It's going to be uh, about yeah. the economic impact yes. of the UK on it, yeah. you know, global markets through media or yeah. something. They're just calling it the Beatles degree. Yeah, it's it. not like, what shoe size is John Lennon? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know you'd win on Mastermind. Well, I'm not maybe, taking it away from well, you. I think maybe we should get him on and give him a, give him a Mastermind top I'll, I'll put it to him. I I've been trying to get well him on the wireless for many years, as you know. He can prove his, his Beatles knowledge. But uh, now the latest one is, uh, prepare yourself for this. You can oh. probably see it coming. A uh, university offering degrees in emojis. Screen face. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. In, I mean, they say degrees, but, you know, they're actually part of other courses. Part of degrees in uh, language, marketing, psychology and politics. You'll do a little a little, a mini subject all about emojis. I mean, there must be a professor of emojis. Well, isn't it a it. bit like cave paintings, though, isn't it? In that wheelhouse, isn't well, it? A way in which you is, communicate yeah. through one Linguistics drawing. Linguistics and yes, how the Linguistics. way you communicate with people has changed. Exactly, it's just changed. So that's why we're studying it. Yeah, yeah, that's why. I think it's quite interesting. So you think it's a valid yeah. subject? You yeah, think I'd be interested subject? in that. I well, think it's I, a valid subject. Now, Emma's just said that. I totally agree. I do need... What she said. Sometimes Thumbs you need up emoji. <laughs> sometimes they aren't clear what they mean, sometimes. The elder yeah. generation I mean, they've just jumped on the... Floundering, band. going, what, what, I don't know what that one means. Yeah. Please don't do this, Jeremy. Yeah. Come on, you've got, you got three A's at A-level. <laughs> don't go to university and study emojis. Yeah, but apparently King's College London, Edinburgh and Cardiff, that you can do parts of the syllabus include emojis. Uh, so they um, they started 20 years ago but were mainly used in Japan for the first decade and then now everyone uses them and now you can study them at university. I'll give you a 2-1 for that. Well done. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I, I was hoping for more of an emoji-based mark. Uh, I don't know what you'd get. What's a good... Well, like, there's a lot of negative emojis but apart from crying with laughter... Yeah. Um, what's a really good one? What a about star, the love heart eyes? Up, love heart eyes. Thumbs up. Yeah, star eyes. Star eyes. Star the, eyes is good. The I'm okay diving one, you know, that yeah. Donald Trump uses a lot. Water splurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of them. Anyway, so that, that's great news. So uh, watch, watch this space and study that if that's what floats your boat. And the other thing that is happening on your socials at the moment is a guy in the States called Pablo Rochat, an art director, has been going around in the States uh, with little... 2D versions, stickers of AirPods, those little uh, wireless Apple headphones, mm. and he's sticking them on the floor in city centres so people think they can see an earbud. This is the uh, modern equivalent of gluing a pound coin to the floor, isn't it? It is exactly yeah. that. But they look very convincing because they sort of stand. They look like they sort of stand out. And for some reason, he hasn't videoed any of the reaction of people trying to grab them. But to be honest, I wouldn't want to pick up an earbud off the floor. If it's been in someone's ear, you're not going to use it, are you? Well, I wouldn't use them anyway. You don't use them anyway because you think people are like idiots. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, quite frankly, so, yeah. Yeah. So, Which is fair <laughs> enough. But if you find an earbud... 
Oh, you just wash it. They're expensive. It's if you want to be an earbud wearer. It, yeah, if you, could, you could wash it and give it a, a clean with some wipes, perhaps. I but... think that's akin to sharing a toothbrush with someone. Like, I wouldn't uh, even want to oh, share... Oh, but we yeah. know you're yeah. not going to... No, I wouldn't want to share earpods even with someone I no. knew really well. No. Yeah, yeah. That's great. The person who has indoor and outdoor jeans yeah. Yeah. is not going <laughs> to pick a stray... Earpod off the floor Correct. and stuff, no, 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 and rightfully so. It's quite similar to when there was a, what is it a, couple, a year or so ago? There was a, a spate of people going around with stickers of plug sockets, which I shouldn't find funny. <laughs> and I want to elevate myself above that. <laughs> putting it's, them, it's quite funny, putting them at airports where people are desperate to phone their charge, <laughs> and just, it's just a sticker. So oh, stickers and emojis. There's your social ammo for today. You'll be talking about it later, and I've saved your data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. My first thought this morning is: I hope I'm not going to have to meet Claire Sturgis around the back of the bike sheds. (laughs) Allow me to explain. We have a new website, absoluteradio.co.uk. It's fine, resplendent, shiny, and it's packed with all the things, if you're an Absolute Radio fan, that you're going to love. For example, there's some incredible new articles on there. Um, Just kind of skim reading it here. We've got Coldplay talking about their intimate gig at the National History Museum. Um, Taylor Hawkins saying that he wants Liam Gallagher to be Prime Minister. And some very interesting stuff. Now, there's a wonderful publication called Q Magazine, mm-hmm. who I write for time, time from time to time. And um, I suggested to the boss that, oh, with the new website, wouldn't it be quite nice if us DJs and presenters wrote something for this website? And he said, that's a really good idea. And that's kind of where I left it. Like, maybe the first gig would be a good idea. That's what uh, kind of yeah. came to my mind. Ooh. Cypress Hill, Brixton Academy, 1994. Cypress Hill, Sheffield Octagon, 1994, probably, yeah. Emma Jones' first gig? I honestly can't remember. You can't remember your first gig? No. Actually, when I had that email saying I need to write 150 words about it, I thought, <laughs> thanks, Dave, because yeah, I don't have yeah. a gig story. Well, that's exactly where I'm going with this. So then it was just a little chat, a throwaway comment to the boss man, who then emailed everyone, all of my fellow broadcasters here, saying you've got to write 150 words on your first gig. You're the guy that was like, teacher, you forgot to set us homework. I know, know, but I'm never that guy. That's not me. I'm not that guy. Have I got kick me written on my back? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean about meeting Sturge. She's got to want to duff me up after that, isn't she? I thought because the bike sheds have sort of other connotations. Oh, yeah, no, I just, I meant, you know, fight and flight, yeah. That's where she goes to beat you up, yeah. (laughs) Exactly right. Um, So, yeah, sorry about that, Emma. Yeah, thanks Sorry to all my my co-workers. You don't have to write 150 words on your first Emma's going to have to write a massive work of fiction now, and we're all going to read it and know that you're just lying. (laughs) I know, I was just thinking of making something up. Yeah, Yeah. make it. You don't have to do it. I'm honestly, guys, I'm sorry. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Morning, Dave, says Nick. Bit slow on the uptake today, but still processing my first thought, which was last night's Walking Dead. No, no. <laughs> Did not know that was still going. Still is there going. a new series out? Still how are they? Going. How is how is that still going? That's right. amazing. What a, new, a tribute to great writing that must be. Is Egg from this life still in it? I mean, that's all I know about it. Yeah. I mean, he is, yeah, presumably. He is. He's well, not a zombie yet. No. no. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> none of us know. We might have just plot spoiled, but we <laughs> but we haven't intentionally if right. we have, because we, we don't know. Uh, Emma Jones, what's your first thought today? I thought, I can't believe I've been doing it wrong my whole life. Oh! And that is curling my hair with straightness. So you probably won't know anything about this, but no. it's really 
I think it's a really difficult thing to do. And hairdressers have trying to try to teach me how to do it, and friends that I know that know how to do it have tried to teach me how to do it probably for about the last 15 years. You've got some real volume today, may I say. I can see under your headphones. Thank you. I tested this theory last night, and it works. A girl has posted a video on TikTok showing a really simple way of curling your hair with straighteners. It's had 7 million views. Wow. 555,000 likes and 109,000 retweets. Well, share with everybody. How do you do it? Well, I, I, I mean, I think you have to... I've tweeted it. I think you have Can to see you, it. It's not. I don't think it's going to work if I explain it verbally. I think I saw but, that you posted it. You twist the hair round the straighteners, do you? Yeah, so it? before, people that have taught me how to do it, I just get very, like, t- all tangled up in my own arms and my own hair, and there was a way yeah. of, like, flipping it round, and it was very complicated. But this girl, just she just wraps the hair round the straightener and pulls it down straight, and it works. And that's it. Well, and yours is... You, you, you've got your desired effect, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried it last night, and I think the uh, the guy amazed. from Planet Rock Breakfast Show, he's been doing a similar thing. Yes. I think we talked about him last week with his new hair. He was that person <laughs> on TikTok because <laughs> yeah. he's been crimping, seriously crimping. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he knows what he's doing. We've okay. got to stop talking about. It. <laughs> we have to stop talking about his hair. Um, but that's that's a tip for the top. What's your what's your Twitter handle, Emma Jones? It's at emma.com. Go check it out. Coming up next, talking about getting things wrong, it is time for a classic round of misheard lyrics, and I think I've fallen prey to one of the oldest misheard lyrics ever recorded. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Well, Mr. Welcomes to it. Where in the oldest case of misheard lyrics ever recorded, I've been getting for several years now, in fact... Since I was a toddler, yeah. the words to Barbar Black Sheep wrong. No way. <laughs> That's what? got to be one. I mean, we're all familiar with the calling Cheryl Baker yeah. and, you know, soldiers burping and all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've done misheard lyrics on this yes. show for some time. All radio shows have done it. It's, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. But I, my Evangeline got bought a book. It's a really lovely book. And it's got kind of five or six nursery rhymes in it, mm-hmm. um, just taken over a double page each. But then down the side, there's a kind of like some plastic gubbins, and you press a button and it plays the song. Yeah. And then you read aloud to your child from the book. Yeah, yeah. they could, yeah. And, Sing you know, along together. numero uno on there is Barbar Black Sheep. Have you any wool? Well, here we go, right, so... So which bit? Here we go. So, Maggie, so, my, my daughter got a bit wrong as well. I wonder if it's the same yeah, bit. Yeah, but Maggie's what? Five? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm a few years older bit. than five. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, Barbar Black Sheep... Have you any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. Yes. I'm good with that. Fine, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. One for the master. Yeah. One for the dame. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. One for the little boy who's down the lane. Now, yeah. I didn't know it was one for the dame. Ah, what did you say instead of dame? Day, D-A-Y. Day, that's what Mackie said. What? That's exactly what she said. I can't believe a monkey monkey said one for the master, five-year-old one girl. for the day. For the day. Sense. Yes. No, but I thought it's it was, I thought one, it was I like one for the master of the manor or whatever it was back in the day, and then one for the day, as in you'd keep one for yourself, oh, and then you'd give sheep. one to yeah. the little boy who <laughs> lived down the lane, that I, little fella. I was saying yeah. one for the master, one for his dame. Oh, I thought it was just one for the dame. One yeah. for the oh. dame. Oh, so one for the master, one no. for his, his dame. dame. Yeah. Who's his dame? He's like Wife? a bit on the side. <laughs> 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 well, if you look into the, the etymology of all these, they've all got a dark, yeah. they've all got dark roots, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's got to be one of the oldest cases of misheard lyrics. Yes, and that's a classic. Have you corrected Maggie on this? I try to. She just ignores me. She still says they. She just carries on with what she thinks she knows. Well, I think I prefer Day. I think my reimagining of this but classic is... The day doesn't rhyme with lane, does yeah. it? Live down the lane. So oh, I thought it was lane. Dame. Live down the lane. 
<laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. After yesterday's launch of Absolute Radio 10s, which you can tune into using your smart speaker or the Absolute Radio app, we are one breakfast show with eight playlists and we don't know the words to a single lyric. <laughs> Apparently, Barbar Bar Black Sheep... Uh, theories have been advanced to explain the meaning of it. Some experts say that it is a complaint against taxes levied on the medieval English oh. wool trade. Oh, wow. Fascinating subject for a kid's song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. As I say, there's always something going on with them, aren't there? Um, so, Matt Dyson, I know you've got a miss a lyric that's popped into your head recently yeah, as well. I've, had this, I've thought this was the case for many years, since 1991, when the debut album from Massive Attack came out, Blue Lines. And an I think the fourth single they released from it was uh, the hymn of the big wheel slash be thankful for what you've got it's like a cover okay of an old reggae staple and uh, i thought uh, they start to get really sort of evangelical about how great fax machines are because <laughs> right. uh, it's I, a classic massive I attack they sing the power of faxes over our heads man <laughs> well i've got a little clip for it shall we should yeah, play it now yeah, listen yeah. okay Of faxes over my head, yeah. Over my head, man. Yeah, but it turns out that's not the lyric. What is the lyric? The lyric is uh, You turn green, the sea turns red. My son, I said, the power of axis. Over our over my head axis, as in the big wheel spinning on its axis. Oh, right. You <laughs> the power of oh, facts. Yeah. But, I mean, I still... I think I'm going to stick with my version. Because, uh, you know, I think faxes were wasted on us, so they bring them back. <laughs> God. <laughs> the power of those things. We never... They never full, achieved their full potential. Bring the back machine. the facts. <laughs> there we go. What a, what a campaign to launch in these turbulent yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, so, do you know what that means? In fact, we're going to do five words, ten grand, just after Emma's got the news and sport for you at half past. Which means we've got just enough time to fit in some more songs and some of your misheard lyrics, 8.12.50. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, I'm a primary school teacher, and there's a kid in my class who used to sing Kings of Leon classic Sex on Fire as you set things on fire. <laughs> you set things on fire. Yeah, it works, doesn't it? Child Ruth friendly. in West Yorkshire says, yeah, it's a child-friendly version. I never corrected him. That's, well, uh, that's lovely. Yeah, I suppose you don't want to set things on fire either, do you, really? No, so that's work. preferably work don't, don't do that, kids. <laughs> um, this charming man by the Smiths, we just played it. Yeah. Um, Samantha in Black, he got in touch, saying she thought it started with ancient bicycle on a hillside. Yes, I love it. Mitch will make a man of me yet. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> bicycle on a hillside. Yes, I love it. Mitch will make a man of me, yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> and good. this has only just been brought to my attention, and I can't believe it. Thank you to everyone who's got in touch. I didn't realise that Nirvana great, gave a shout-out to my great-nanna, my, my oh, great-nanna Mary oh, Berry. Yeah, I've heard this one. Um, this is just lovely. <laughs> Oh, 
Nana Bezza is absolutely going to love that. It's on all apologies. They, they sing Mary Berry. It's no one just, knows it's why. It's so touching. I absolutely love it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time has come. Five words. Ten grand. Absolute Radio. With Wix. Yes, five words, but now £10,000 up for grabs every weekday morning here on The Breakfast Show. And giving it a go, hoping for the best, is Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, thank you. Very well, thanks for asking. A warm welcome to the show. So this is exciting. How are you feeling? How have you been doing when you've been playing along? Nervous. But I, I matched five with Glenn a few weeks ago. Did Ooh. you really? Okay. And in Glenn's absence, he's off this week. Which member of the team would you most like to play along with if you got a free uh, choice? Emma. She's won it before. She's won it before. That is very yeah. true. Okay, let's spin the player generator and see who you're playing alongside. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Emma Jones. You've got Emma Jones, Ryan. That's a slice of good news. In that case, Emma, please put on the pink fluffy unicorn headphones or the Wix ear defenders. The choice is yours to block out all of Ryan's answers. Ryan, as you are fully aware, I'm about to give you five words. Say the first word that comes to mind. If Emma says the same five words, you're winning £10,000. Before we go any further, enjoy it. Good luck. Thank you. And the first word this morning is... Small. Big. Ten. Eleven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> safe. Uh, safe. Danger. Hmm. Right. R-I-G-H-T. Wrong. Yeah. And finally, break. In. Nice. Ryan, we have your five words. It's all about the safe, isn't it? So it all comes down to safe, I think. Yeah, that's the only mm-hmm. slight curveball in there. Mm-hmm. But that's a tough word. Tough word. Yeah. We will see what Emma Jones has to say next. Five words, ten grand. Absolute radio. So here we go. Ryan, how are you feeling? Nervous. I, I followed the method, though. OK, you followed the yes. Glenn okay. Moore method. Mm, pretty much. Yeah, you did. You did in the main. Yeah, that's fair to say. Um, Emma Jones, you ready? Yes. OK, let's try and give away £10,000, shall we? That's our mission. As I say, for you two, if you give it away while Glenn's not here, it's going to be livid. Yeah. I would well. be thrilled. Okay, and we're talking about the man here who we were just jesting about jigsaw puzzles and doing them in a nice way of unwinding. We found one online and only found out the following day he stayed here until about half past <laughs> 11. <laughs> he wouldn't leave until he'd finished the jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. So, Emma Jones, the first word this morning is... Small. Big. Absolutely right, that's one down. Ten. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Also a nice little nod to the fact that Absolute Radio 10's launched yesterday. You can listen to that, all the music of the last decade on your smart speaker wow. or using the free Absolute Radio app. On message words. It's always good, isn't it? Safe. Um. It's a tricky one. 
There's there's not a clear opposite, so um safe box. Safe, safe house. I was going to say. Safe house. Safe house is good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan went for danger. Safe and danger. Yeah, oh. Dangerous is the opposite of safe, isn't it? I suppose dangerous. I what would you have gone for? The unsafe is the opposite. Safe word. Safe word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that time you forgot it for a year. Do you remember? <laughs> exactly. I'll never forget yeah, it. Made to pay I'll never though. forget it ever again. <laughs> God. Two thousand twelve. <laughs> Most people remember it because of the Olympics, <laughs> not Matt. <laughs> Taking part in his very own Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Safe house is a good one, though. Safe house. Oh, yeah. That's a hard word. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry. You haven't won 10 grand this morning. It's going to be the, the toughest one. Yeah. That was a tough one. Let's do the other two yeah. just out of interest. Right. Wrong. Break. Down. In. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's three out of five this morning on Five Words 10 Grand. Ryan, enjoy the rest of your day and thank you ever so much for tuning in, mate. You take care now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's six degrees of National Days Day and today we celebrate National Play Monopoly Day. Do you play Monopoly often, Matt Dyson? Um, not as much as I'd like to. What <laughs> answer? It takes a long time, doesn't it? A game of Monopoly yeah, takes a does, long yeah. time. Um, I, I could do if I had all the time in the world, yeah. Emma, Love have you it. ever purchased a novelty Monopoly board? I've got The Simpsons is my one at home. No, I've just got the um, the OG, the classic. The OG, the original, the original gangster, yeah. gangster board. Which, uh, which OP, which original piece do you like to play with? Always the dog. Always the dog. Yeah. So it is National Play Monopoly Day. We've got six degrees into a hard-hitting textual question. It's coming for you next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. The Lincoln Naughty Pine Door was £40, now £35. Let's do it right. Well, today we celebrate National Play Monopoly Day. It's six degrees of national days, everybody. Strap yourselves in. Here we go. Statistically, you are most likely to roll a seven on your first Monopoly roll, placing you on the chance tile. This is somewhat ironic, especially considering that chance is defined as the absence of any cause of events that can be predicted. A person who commonly makes accurate predictions is also known as a seer, like Nostradamus or the Kaiser Chiefs. Please see, I predict a riot. Uh, yes, Seer is not to be confused with seer, a word used to describe sudden burning sensations, again, like the Kaiser Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of burns, National Lottery ticket holders can now visit the Robert Burns Birthplace Museum in Scotland for free between the 23rd of November and the 1st of December to celebrate the National Lottery's 25th birthday. And so, on National Play Monopoly Day, and ironically, the National Lottery's 25th birthday, we are asking you, has anyone listening right now ever won the National Lottery? You or someone you know or a rumour? We're not talking three balls. No, no, no. We're talking five plus the bonus or the big old jackpot. 8, 12, 15. Now, joining us on line one, we have Alex. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Dave and everybody. Uh, it's lovely having you first through the door on this one. Uh, you haven't won the lottery yourself, but you know Fair someone enough. who did rather well, and it was a chef in your local pub. Yeah, so I used to work in the pub, and uh, the chef there, uh, was he was obsessed with the lottery, and he would play it every single week, often just spending his tip money 
uh, from the pub on that. And one week, he won about 45 quid. Nice. And Nothing then wrong he, with spent, that. He, he spent the whole lot of that on lottery tickets, which we said was stupid. <laughs> but then the week after, when I was back on shift again, because I was used to work Wednesday nights, uh, he got the text message with the national lottery numbers through, and he was going, he ran upstairs to check all his tickets. And, came, oh, Alex, 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 look, look, look. And he'd matched, and he said, that gets me £450. Um, and then he came back a bit later, said, look at this one. And it said he'd won £45,000. <gasps> And he invested and, uh, it all I'm, back in lottery tickets. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, I never saw him again after. <laughs> <laughs> he took his job and he moved back to wow. uh, Cyprus or Crete. Where he lived in. That was enough. Wow. 45 grand is your exit, son. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. Everyone's got one, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Alex, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show and telling us that £45,000 is currently top of the pile. Can it be beaten? 8, 12, 15. Do you remember when the National Lottery first arrived on our screens? As we yeah, say, 25 years ago. launched at the Victoria Centre in Nottingham, the first ever live televised one. Well, there you go. I remember that the, the rumour around at the time was that whichever channel secured the rights to the National Lottery, it would put the other TV channels out of business. <laughs> it was going to be that big. It was going to be like the running yeah, man, right? Yeah. Uh, and then it ended up just as a Nick Knowles game show. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Very Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. On your National Play Monopoly Day, we're asking you, have you or anyone you know ever won the National Lottery? We mean the big numbers. 8, 12, 15. Dave, a neighbour of mine, won £2.8 million. The next night, his wife saw her out down the bingo hall still playing for £5 a line in her shell suit and high heels. True story. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got, but you know what you love, don't you? It. That's it. It won't change. No, that. but I think, I think that's fair enough. You win mm. all this money, everyone thinks you're just going to suddenly go and start hanging out with Noel Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. happy at the bingo hall, you're happy at the bingo hall, aren't you? Dave, my uncle, we knew we were going to get one of these. This is from Anonymous. We tried calling, but they weren't willing to come on air. Mm. My uncle's ex-girlfriend won the lottery. It was £1.5 million just after they broke up. But again, does love... Do do you want to stay in a loveless relationship for the sake of £1.5 million? Why am I even saying this? Of course with Wix. Get 40% off Everest slate porcelain tiles. Now only £14 for a pack. Let's do it right. It's 8.27 on your Tuesday morning. It is National Play Monopoly Day and we're asking, have you or someone you know ever won the National Lottery or come close? And joining us right now on line one is Caroline. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Dave. Calling from Hull, I believe. I am indeed. Lovely. Well, it's a charm having you on the show, and you're not calling us to to tell us about someone who's won the lottery, but a near miss for none other than your own beloved father. Yes. What (laughs) happened? So, basically, there were two syndicates at his work. He had the time to go in either one. He chose the one he was going to go into, and the other one won. The other one won how much, Caroline? 10 million. Oh. 10 million pounds. Yeah. Fancy making someone choose between two oh, syndicates. Who wants to do that? Oh, That's so cool. unfair. And now this is the real... Oh, this is the zinger, everyone. If you're driving, pull over. <laughs> Caroline, please share with everybody how your dad found out that he wasn't part of the syndicate that had won 10 million pounds. He basically found out because his lift to work didn't turn up and he was always really on time. 
His lift to work, his carpool, oh. didn't turn up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a way to find out. <laughs> but, you know, it's got a lovely family. Wow. Caroline, you've been brilliant on the show. Life is good. It's not all about money. <laughs> Caroline, have a lovely day. It's great having you on the show. <laughs> we should file that sound effect yeah, away under yeah, did win good. £10 million pounds on the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> now, get this. It's coming from Jay. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for sending this in. Dave, a builder mate of mine, won £8 million pounds on the lottery. So now, we've already discussed the type of people you hear of who like going to bingo. They win £3 million. Pounds. Just said that on. They still go yes. to bingo, and I respect and I like that. Then there's the other type of person. So Jay says, a builder mate of mine won £8 million on the lottery, which is, of course, just an incredible amount of money. He was a massive bloke. And when he went to buy a Ferrari, the dealer said to him, you might be too big. And he replied, I don't care if you have to put a sofa in the front. I'm having a Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's 36 on your Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. On Absolute Radio, uh, where yesterday we launched a brand new station, making this the only breakfast show on planet Earth that has access to eight playlists. Enjoy them on your smart speaker or by downloading the free Absolute Radio app. And the latest member of our station family is Absolute Radio 10's The Greatest Music of the Last Decade. And it brought into sharp focus that there are only 43 Mm. days remaining in this decade. And there are so many things that people want to do. And we're running out of time. We need to get these dreams, these aspirations, these hopes and these desires sorted within the next 43 days. Which is why it's time for, and Matt came up with a name for this in the meeting yesterday, Dave Saves the Decade. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for that, mate. You could save it. I love it. And our first order of business came from Morgan, who we spoke to yesterday on the show. Twelve years ago, he promised to take me for Christmas to see Chicago and The Lion King. Right. And within a year, we saw Chicago. Right, lovely. I am still yet to see oh. The Lion King. Oh, no. Twelve years. That's a long time. Years. I can imagine. He probably it's a very thought. long time. May I ask your husband's name? Is that OK to know that? It's Tim. Tim, 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 Tim. We know what you've tried to do here, Tim. Tim the classic. Let's just print something off and put yeah. it in a card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased to say that joining us once again on Line One is Morgan. Morgan, how are you doing this morning? Morning, Dave. I'm good, thank you. Excellent. It's lovely having you back on the show. And it's not only you. On Line Two, it's Mr. I'll just print it out, stick it in a card and think <laughs> I'll get away with it. It's your husband, Tim. Good morning, Tim. Uh, good morning, Dave. Good morning, <laughs> oh, We're on to you, Timothy. Empty promises. Empty, empty promises. Oh, I haven't got time to go and get anything. I'll just print this out at yeah, work. Yeah. I'm just going to stab away at my keyboard and yeah, see what yeah. random words I've written. Yeah. Oh, I've written Chicago and The Lion King. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Broadway. Mean we'll get to Broadway and see it. It's yeah, just a worthless piece of paper, but I'm going to give it to the woman I love, the woman yeah. I married. <laughs> Tim, how are you feeling about this? 12 years and no Lion King. Um, I, 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 all I can say, Dave, is it, it got very late, you know, to, close to Christmas. I panicked. I may have slightly overcommitted. Um, 
And um, and I didn't think this would end up on national radio. So. <laughs> no one ever does, Tim. No, no one ever no. does. Um, no, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um, well, listen. Um, you're clearly very charming, and Morgan, you were fantastic on the show yesterday. And as the show, as this title is called "Dave Saves the Decade," what we would like to do for you both is give you two tickets to see The Lion King. Oh wow! <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> We've got you really great seats, and then we want you to stay in a nice hotel just round the corner from the theatre so you can totally chill and not worry about driving or getting home. We're going to put you up there. And then at a time that suits you, you can see Lions for Real. We're going to send you to the Woodburn Safari Park in Bedfordshire so you can have a day out there as well. Oh, oh wow. amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's okay. And I promise you, Morgan, I won't just print this out and send it to you. And we'll never, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get around to it. This, this is really going to happen. Really um, producer Sam will get all your details off air. Thank you both for tuning into the show and have a wonderful time. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. much That's amazing. That's our pleasure. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Tim. So there we go. Dave saves the decade. Is there something going on, something you want to really do between now and the end of the decade? 43 days are ticking down. Email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk or, of course, you can always text the studio. It's 8, 12, 15. We would be happy to help. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. So after yesterday's launch of Absolute Radio 10s, which you can enjoy all the best music of the last decade, decade on your smart speaker or by using the free Absolute Radio app, we realised we had just 43 days to go till the end of the decade. There's so many things you want to do, big and small. Let me know about them. I would love to help. Dave wants to save your decade. Did I just talk about myself in a third person? I think you did. As everyone knows, Dave Berry hates that. 8, 12, 15 or email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And joining us right now on line one is Stuart. Good morning, Stuart. Good morning. Lovely having you on the show. Now, you are a big, big fan of Snow Patrol and you want to see them again before the decade is out in just 43 days' time. That would be great, yes. You'd like to see them on their reworked tour in Leicester? That would be good, yeah. But, Stuart, all the tickets have sold out. It completely sold out. I know, that's why I've been trying to get them. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can't get them, Stuart. No, you just well. can't, even for you, the biggest no, fan in the world. You're Gary and the gang no. performing there. <laughs> Do you know what, Gary? Do you know what, Gary and Stuart? <laughs> You're not sure. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to go and see wow. them. You deserve it. Go and see them. Oh, that, that's really awesome. We had to nick them out of the boss's desk drawer and we're going to send them to you. They are yours. Enjoy the gig. You also said when you got in touch with the show, hoping that we could save your decade, that you'd like to run a 1,000 miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are the two linked? Is it about run or what? why do you want to run a 1,000 miles? <laughs> Um, it's just a, just a personal achievement, really. Oh, I nice. did a yeah. London Marathon this year. Not in one go, though. No, 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 not one get. Not one go. I suppose <laughs> if you run down to London, you can pick the tickets up from the office and then run back. That'll get you a good way of that, won't it? Save us on the post. So you did the marathon this year, Stuart? I did, yeah. I ran for the Sense Charity. Oh, congratulations to you. How amazing. So, 1,000 miles still to come. You can tick that off. We know you can. But you're definitely going to see Snow Patrol. The tickets are on us. That is absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. A pleasure, Stuart. You enjoy the gig. And if there's anything I can save about your decade in the next 43 days, as I say, do get in touch. 8, 12, 15 on the text or email me. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, looky what we have here. It's a daily smash. Riding on into town, asking you for some puns, some wordplay. 
at 8, 12, 15. Or of course, you can always tweet them at Absolute Radio. And as we've been tackling in six degrees of national days, it is National Play Monopoly Day. We thought it only fitting to smash together anything to do with any board game and music. OK. So they're the two topics. I've got Pictionary of Matchstick Men. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I've got a system of the downfall. Oh, very nice. Now, oh, I remember downfall. downfall. Well, great, let's not it? lie about our ages here. Let's just get it out in the open. <laughs> okay. Matt and I are both in our late 20s. Because <laughs> yeah, I've right. realised the only way I, is I'm going to have to drag you down because okay. you keep dragging me Brilliant. up. Yeah, great. But Downfall was like the greatest board game oh, on earth. Do you remember Downfall, Emma? I didn't get any of your last turning, two references. I'm not going to lie. Thing. You turn the little circles and then the. Little, like you were like a code breaker, but you were either of side of it, and the, the, little, the counters would fall through as you, and you'd hear your opponent's counter click into play. Yeah. Why is that not no. the only game we play as Homo sapiens now? Yeah. That was so good. It's a great game. So good, uh, and of course, White Snakes. And White Ladders. Oh, the David Graham. Oh, yes. And I was, uh, I was thinking to myself, that's crazy, Dave. I wonder what <laughs> White Snake and David Gray White Ladder would sound like uh, smashed together. <laughs> <laughs> The answer awful. is awful. I think it's the mashup. We didn't know we needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Dyson, what you got? Uh, guess the Who, uh, <laughs> Beck Gammon. Oh, and, excellent! Uh, the Monopoly phonic spree. Oh, <laughs> he's reaching, but he got there. <laughs> yeah. Emma Jones, what you got? I also had guess the Who and White Snakes oh, and Ladders. No. Yeah. Oh wow! And let's Twister again, but I'm not sure it's a board game. Oh, I think. Oh, Twister's there. a board game. That's and fine. I chess. That's why they call it the Blues. Oh, by Elton John. excellent! Very good. Uh, so there we go. It's board games versus music at eight, twelve, fifteen, and the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Radio. It's board games versus music on the Daily Smash. You guys haven't disappointed, as always. Kaplunka Nancy, anyone? <laughs> Hello. Oh, Hello, yes. what a start. Uh, Dominic's Lovely. got Tears for Fears Classic, Everybody Wants to Buck a Rule the World. Of course. We've got Uno Doubt from Steve. The Temper Mouse Trap, a classic from Matt. How about Beckaroo or Iggy Pop Up Pirate from Ooh, Aaron in Lincoln? Yes. Who wants to be a millionaire? Smith from Baz, <laughs> stuck on the M4. Uh, Clue Don't You Want Me Baby from Dan in Salisbury. Nice. And Darth Kaplunk from Dale. Very we start good. with Kaplunk, we end with Kaplunk. Lovely. That's how we Kaplunk. Matt, what you got over there? Yacht ZZ Top from oh, Paul Duncan. Yes. Limp Riskit from Buddy. <laughs> um, the Jenga Bus, John Davidson oh, on Twitter. Excellent Why work. are we not getting that one? Uh, Tiddlywink182. <laughs> Connect four non-blondes is excellent from Bobby C. And Tony Barnett's gone for Yacht CNC Music Factory. Hashtag Daily Smash. Nice. Very, very nice work, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's 9.50, which means it's time to bid you farewell for another morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show, particularly those of you who took the time and effort to get in touch. If you want to relive what has been a fantastic four hours of live wireless, you can do that by downloading the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, which is called I Didn't Think This Was Going to End Up on Live Radio. A sentence no one wants to say, but Tim, who was just making his way to work on the train, was forced to say it on this yeah. very show. Find out why by downloading. Uh, if you're looking for a new podcast for your commute or... I always envision someone chopping a pepper in their kitchen listening to oh, it. Oh, really, do you? That's just, oh, my, yeah. that's just okay. what got in my head. Uh, it's called Dave Berry's Dad Pod, and the latest 
episode features comedian extraordinaire Kojo Anim. Kojo was the guy who, by the way, I've known for many years and I love him to bits. Uh, his little son Roman is just one years old, um, but he got Simon Cowell's golden buzzer oh, yes. on Britain's Got oh. Talent. Uh, the episodes available so far are Simon Hooper, aka Father of Daughters, Emma Willis, Rob Beckett, John Thompson was last out. We've got Tim Minchin to come as well, so it's well worth getting ahead nice. of the curve and giving us a little subscription. Um, it's supported by Royal London, who definitely know a thing or two about determination. Uh, they've been helping people achieve their financial goals for 150 years because being a parent is all about determination. We touch yeah. on that in the podcast. And financial goals. Yes, <laughs> very really much is. so. Whether you're a new parent or you've been at it for what feels like 150 years, they know when you've got a family, you never really stop thinking about the future. And right now at absoluteradio.co.uk, you can win £2,000 to help with your financial goals. A little nest egg for the kids. Something to put towards, towards their education or a holiday in the sunshine. Or, I don't know, them chopping a pepper. That's what I always envisage. <laughs> um, but be careful with the knives, kids. Um, yeah. You can download and subscribe to My Dad Pod, supported by Royal London, from wherever you get your podcasts. And I am thrilled to say a big thank you to our journalist friends at The Observer newspaper. Oh, hello. Who made it... Uh, top three podcasts for new men. That was what they billed it as. Wow. Um, and it's Dave Berry's dad pod, and this is what I had to say. I didn't know this was in the paper on Sunday. I, I got forwarded it by a friend. And it said, first-time dads, like first-time mums, have wandered out of their old life and into another, the door closing behind them. <laughs> it gets more ominous, this review, by the way. <laughs> Never to be reopened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Berry has recently become a father and has turned this life shock into a show. Featuring celebs such as John Thompson and Emma Willis, naturally exuberant and positive, Berry refers often to trial and error. The natural state of early parenthood. The more experienced parents try to warn him about the later years. But really, Berry's in his moment, and that's okay. He's only four shows in. Let's revisit him in 15 years. Good point. Thank you once again to The Observer and thank you once again for tuning in. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.